0: The Ortho P.A.C. hosted by Sam Dyer. Welcome to the Ortho P.A.C., where we discuss up to date orthopedic topics for the busy clinician. I invite you to sit back and relax as I attempt to fill in the gaps between education, current events and real world practice. Welcome back, listeners. Today we have Kevin Wharton. Kevin's the president of Wharton Research and has done the PAOS annual practice and salary survey for the last few years now. I wanted to have him back on today to discuss the results of 2022. Kevin, thank you for being here. Well, thank you very much for having me as well. You had mentioned new questions. Did we have new questions for this survey?
1: You know what we did this time, Sam, uh, more than, than really adding a lot of new questions was to reorganize it. And maybe that's also a function of having done this project for a few years. And what I tried to do is make sure that we put some more things sort of together that made sense. Of course, doing a comp survey, it's really tempting to put compensation first, but just as in the analysis, your compensation depends on a lot of things, your own personal qualities, experiences, and training, where you're working, uh, you know how profitable they are, what kind of volume you're doing, all those different things. With this uh, kind of project, what we did is make sure that we actually moved more things earlier in the survey. And certainly we a- asked uh, a few more questions, such as, you know, do you do uh, telehealth now and things like that? But it was more structure where we just sort of made it look very different. And then we also started to ask, I think importantly, how much money a person made, for example, if they did call. Because of course, we were always asking, you know, how are you compensated? And of necessity, we asked that as an open ended question because people give some pretty complicated answers. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes there's two or three factors that drive uh, what they're actually paying or they have a different schedule for weekend nights and and uh, weekdays and all those kind of things. We just try to make sure we can glean some information we can share for all of that. But for the first time, we did ask them for on an annual basis, you know, how much are you getting paid total for call? How much are you being paid uh, total for other functions? And so I think that those small refinements, you know, help us with accuracy and to also paint a little bit better picture because of course the report includes a lot of um, detail tables, I think we're going to keep increasing because to me, it was kind of important for us to be able to show, at least for those who are willing to look sort of at a glance at a chart to find themselves, you know, okay, I work in this kind of setting. I'm in the Southwest. I have X number of years of experience. I fall in this range. And so they can start to find themselves very easily. And of course, the thing that we've always done is kind of the one pager that shows your total compensation and your annual salary, both the mean and median and some other characteristics as well by state. And we show that for states. Montana had five respondents this year. That That's kind of our lower cut point. And we were able to report, I think, for about 44 states there. But I think it's more in the fine tuning where um, by this point, we don't change the questions too much. Um, but we did change the order to try
0: to make it a little bit easier to respond to. I got it. And for those of you that haven't seen this survey or haven't followed it, it's really well put together. It's a great summary, a lot of charts, a lot of great information for you. So let's talk about, this is one of our primary benefits for membership for PAOS, the practice and salary survey that you can use as a bargaining tool or a reference tool. And like I mentioned before, what other ways can people use this survey? How is this beneficial for membership for PAOS members and, you know, even non-members that submitted their content?
1: Well, I'm going to sound a little pecuniary here, but I think that what you've already mentioned is the the most important uh, potential use because it's oddly self-serving. But we do ask them in the survey, you know, what resources do you use when you're trying to negotiate an increase, and we find that uh, you know 77% of them say that they find this study the most beneficial. I mean, there's going to be some bias since they are answering the survey, but that's you know 25 percentage points more than those who use uh, AAPA or regional data, and it's um, well over. For, you know, twice the number who use other national resources. It's well entrenched and I hope it's not too painful to use, but I think that that's probably the most important possible use of this. Now, of course, if we look at this from a logical standpoint and say, hey, there's also a lot of people who aren't you know, negotiating for an increase this year, the question is, okay, where do you get value from this? And I had kind of a weird idea that I see from some of my other client associations where sometimes they have roundtables, guided and moderated, where people can either virtually and virtually makes more sense nowadays than, than in person at a conference. But to talk through you know, some of the issues that actually do drive their compensation because this is like a, what an economist would call a lagging indicator. You know, this is telling you at the end of the day how much money you've been making over the past year. And I think sometimes, you know, understanding what factors really do drive compensation to where you can either, uh, you know, over time leverage, you know, a higher salary, get paid what you're worth in your current setting or find a setting that, that does pay you what you're worth. Those are things that are, are of great value because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you pay X in dues every year. We'd love to be able to say that Somehow this compensation survey was worth thousands of dollars to some people who might not otherwise have had the the data, the backing, or the courage to go out and and get the increase that they deserve.
0: Yeah, for every PA that's listening to my voice, you should use the salary survey as a tool or as a reference for you when you're negotiating your salary. Raises, everything. This is more specific to what you do and where you are than the AAPA. And a lot of managers like to use the MGMA content. There's a survey that they put out as well. All of those are, for want of a better word, lowball compared to this. Use this as your bargaining chip. Well, Kevin, do you have any other thoughts, any other things you'd like to share with our listeners? I think those are the
1: the key things. I hope that wasn't too much of a brain dump, but I wanted to make sure that we shared some of the, you know, the key findings. And I really appreciate this opportunity. Uh, I think it is a great tool that we've been able to use over the years to ensure that, you know, people are, are able to, the people who can use it, do use it. And of course, here towards the end of our call, I think the uh, appropriate emphasis is on trying to encourage others to also make good use of it. And it's a good way to leverage membership. And of course, like I said, a, a good half of uh, those who are taking the survey are non-members. And so, they can buy a report or of course what they do is they get by on a a short uh, executive summary that we provide them. But again, I I think it's uh, helpful for the profession and just always happy to be able to contribute.
0: Kevin, thank you so much for being with us today. I think this is your fourth year of doing these, fourth or fifth. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. it's a very good product. I highly recommend that all of our members take a look at this. If for no other reason, you kind of see where you are with your colleagues, you know, kind of know what your financial situation is and you know how many hours of call do you take? What kind of work do you do? And it's a good way to know where you stand with those, not only nationally, but in your state. So, Kevin, I really appreciate you being with us today. All right. Thank you, Sam. Take care. Practice administrators or those that are interested that don't have access to this, you can actually purchase a copy of the Practice and Salary Survey, non-members, $350. Members, it's included in your membership fee, which makes this quite a value at a membership fee of $125. This was published January of 2023 and concerns January to December of 2022. If you have any questions, contact us at paos.org.